Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Drive. It is Wednesday, April 6th, and time continues to race on. Hope you guys had a good Monday, uh, but it is another day to which we can say thank you, Lord, uh, for blessing us with another day. Uh, you know, last night was our church prayer night, and it's just always such a blessing to me to gather together with other like-minded believers who just love Jesus, love the gospel, love God's word, and love each other, and just seek the Lord and agree on things. I mean, there's a lot to pray for, right? There's a lot to pray for. Like, once you start talking about it and writing them down and all that, like, man, there's a lot. (laughs) And that's not a bad thing. I mean, we all need prayer. Uh, But just laying it out and really thinking about and contemplating what we do need prayer for it causes a intentionality that helps us to direct our focus on what uh, what or how God can intervene right in our lives and I don't know I just love it I just encourage every time we we gather to pray I mean every time we gather as a body of believers uh, it's a blessing right assembling together but just, I don't know, something specific about gathering together in a group and praying. You know, it's a good work and a blessing to be able to just lay it all out before the Lord. You know, kind of like Hezekiah, like laying it out. Here it is, laying it all out, Lord, and just seeking Him, you know, on it all, on all of it. Such a blessing. Um, but, I was just thinking about this morning how God is at work. Uh, You know, salvation is a work in our hearts accomplished on the cross. And I was sort of thinking of that and and contemplating that and pondering that because um, this last Sunday, you know, we uh, took communion and uh, as we do, you know, at church at least once a month and just thinking about the cross and thinking about all Jesus went through, you know, on our behalf. He took our place. He was a substitutionary atonement. It should have been us. It should have been you. It should have been me. But it was Jesus on the cross accomplishing that work of salvation, that work of forgiveness to those who believe. It was deep. You know, there are many truths in the Bible. There are some uh, uh, non-essentials for salvation. And it kind of saddens me when people only focus on non-essentials and they're jaded because of it or they get angry because of it. They just want to argue their point. But it's a non-essential when it comes to salvation. And I don't believe that's how the body of Christ should work at all right i mean we are centered around the gospel right grace and faith there are so many truths that are so clear as we interpret them literally we observe them emphatically and interpret them literally and apply them practically so many truths you guys and it's a huge blessing to know the truth and to be set free 
You know, some people believe that knowledge leads to spiritual maturity. That's not true. That may be a, a first step, but you don't stay there, right? It's not about what you know. It's about who you and I are becoming. Are we becoming more like Christ? Or are we so filled with ourselves that God, there's no room for the Lord. There's no room for the Holy Spirit to work because it's too crowded in our hearts with us, with our things, with our stuff. I, I love the, uh, I don't know if you know this worship song, but it's called Holy Fire. Uh, and, and basically the chorus is like, empty me, fill me with you. And I just love that picture because it, it echoes, um, sort of translates John the Baptist's words, he must increase, I must decrease. You know, if there's too much of ourselves, there's going to be no room for God. And then God can't do that work. And that's what I want to get back to. God is still working on our hearts. But the only way he's going to work on our hearts is if we empty ourselves of ourselves. And if we're willing to say, Lord, change me, sculpt me, mold me, you know, make me into uh, into a believer that is, is Christ-like, that wants to do what Christ did. That interacts with others like Jesus did. That is approachable like Jesus was. That shares truth like Jesus did. There's work to be done. And oftentimes the thing that hinders the work of God is self. Yeah, the enemy's at work. Bringing doubts and causing you to question the truth. Yeah, the world, you know, the fallen world is a horrible influence to those who believe. It can be. We resist that. But what often gets in the way is self. Like, Lord, get me out of the way and have your way with me. Because the only way God is going to have his way with you and lead you, direct you, and clearly guide you is if you, in a sense, step aside and say, Lord, take the lead. Sorry, I've been running this race. And you're like a mile back. (laughs) I need to just stop, rest, get a drink of water, hydrate, and wait for you to get in front of me to lead me we don't lead him some people act like they're in the, they're in charge they're in the lead when it comes to their spiritual life no yeah take initiative but God needs to lead all of it every step of the way you know the work on the cross made it possible for God to work on our hearts and so guys this, we're all works in progress right that's uh, uh, the way to look at it because that's what the Bible says but also we need to have hearts of humility if we're ever going to expect to God for God to grow us spiritually. Humility saying, Lord, I am not putting myself first. Like, you come first. I am undeserving. I am nothing without you. I know nothing without your wisdom. And so it's humility. It's emptying of ourselves. It's having a willingness to grow towards him it's having a willingness to be uncomfortable it's having a will- willingness to accept those things that are inconvenient because if they're from the Lord then we need to do them or if they're from the Lord then we need to not stop doing them if he says quit that <laughs> you know a good rebuke from the Lord is a good thing a 
brings conviction, which brings repentance, which brings uh, freedom and a blamelessness that the Bible talks about. I don't know. So I was just thinking about this morning. There's a lot there. (laughs) But I was just thinking about how he who has begun a good work in us will complete it. And so know that God is still working on you. We're still being refined. We're redeemed, but we're still being refined. God has patience with us. God is long-suffering. He's so good, you guys. So good. And I pray for you today that God will fill you with all the wisdom to make decisions, that He'd give you the strength to get through the day with joy, that you'd thrive and that you'd hunger and thirst for righteousness. Because Jesus says, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you're going to be filled. God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing day. Talk to you tomorrow.